Well, hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. Welcome back to March Madness. It's week three. I don't actually know how we're already through March, but it's fine. Everything's casual. Um, it has been the craziest month in typical me fashion. I have decided to do March Madness in like the most hectic month I've had in a really long time. Um, I just got back home from Utah last night. Um, was supposed to get on at 10.30 p.m. Obviously got home at 1 a.m. Uh, we got delayed significantly, which was really fun. And I haven't done like a ton of cross-country travel in a really long time. And I know Utah isn't as far as LA, but like, man, it I forget how exhausting it is. And it's also just so weird because now going to the West Coast to visit my family takes just as long as it takes me to like go to Paris or London, which I cannot tell you how much that Fs with my brain and how much I don't like it but it was so fun my sister just got home from her LDS Mormon mission um, which means for those of you who don't know that I haven't seen my little sister in a year and a half which is nuts she is one of my best friends so it was really really weird and hard to not see her for that long and I'm just so excited to have her home it was so emotional and it's just really amazing to be able to unplug and like be with my family I haven't seen them much since the beginning of the pandemic because I haven't lived in Utah so it's like I see them only a couple times a year and so it was like so beautiful to be able to just like take a step back even in the busiest month of my career and just like be with my family know the business was running itself um as you guys know twin flames came out last week and so I had like the biggest launch I've had in a long time while I was with my family and so I'm just like so grateful that everything was set up beforehand and my team handled everything else and it was just amazing so just got back from that now just going into you know, the second half of March, uh, getting taxes filed. I forgot that I would have to pay way more in state tax living here in New York than I did in Utah. So just got that back from my accountant and that was brutal. Um, but other than that, just feeling really good. The in-person photography workshop is soon and I'm like, so giddy a bunch of stuff just came in that I sourced and antiqued and thrifted and it is like so amazing I'm having so much fun getting everything secondhand I ended up having to buy one of the dresses from an actual company and I think I cried a little like not getting it secondhand but I'm so excited the shoots are gonna be absolutely incredible so just feeling really excited but also just like very grounded and refueled with personal time with my family I'm excited to be alone for a couple days <laughs> the introvert in me did not get enough time to recharge but yeah just feeling really really excited and in case you guys did miss it twin flames launched last week which is a course on sales psychology and selling to your ideal client and I do want to say in case you missed it on Instagram someone sent in a dm or answered a question box saying that money was like the one thing keeping them from purchasing and I made Twin Flames because I know bookings are hard right now and I know money is hard right now. That is like what everyone has been saying. Every time I ask what you guys need help with, you guys are like, bookings are slow, sales are slow, 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 slow. I don't have enough money. And so that is what Twin Flames is all about. And so I know that committing to a payment plan, we have a really long payment plan available for Twin Flames so that you're only paying $110. You can get started for $111. Um, but I know that even that is really scary when like bookings are crazy slow and <laughs> you're like there I like where are the bookings I want to like learn how to sell to them so I can get them but like what if it's just scary to put that money down when I'm not getting the bookings so that being said we never put guarantees on our course because you need to implement it in order to see results but that being said if you implement 
everything in twin flames and you are still not booking, you're still not seeing results, please reach out to us. Like that is so important to me that if you do everything I teach you and for some reason you didn't see results, which is never going to happen, but I know sometimes you need to hear it. Like if you didn't see results for whatever reason, I will fix that. <laughs> like I will make that right with you. So if that is the one thing holding you back, we technically close doors on Friday, but we will link it for you in the show notes hop into the payment plan. And if for any reason you're not seeing results after implementing everything in Twin Flames, please come to me. Let me know. And we will, we'll dive in. We'll see what we can fix. We'll see what we can tweak. Um, that being said, we have an exciting piece of information for my wedding photographers, which I'm so excited about because other than this artificial light retreat, like this is kind of the first photography based thing I've released in a really, really long time. And there's so many more wedding photographers in my audience than I realized. And so I'm so excited to announce that our next in-person retreat is going to be for wedding photographers. It is going to be five days long here in iconic New York City, and it is going to include everything from branding, artistic voice, actual shoots, storytelling, learning lighting, and then setting up your systems for busy season. That is like, it is, we're doing five days because it is going to be so insane how much value you leave with. And it's so important to me, not only do you leave with all of these tips, tricks, tools, new portfolio, new lighting skills, posing skills, storytelling skills, but that you're able to kind of batch out things and systemate and automate so that as busy season picks up, you're not stressing. You just get to be a wedding photographer. So there's only five spots available. Uh, it was really, really important to me that we keep this really small so that you each get as much one-on-one -on -one time as possible. It is May 8th through 12th. Applications already launched the email list and we sold out so quickly last time. So if you want to get on on this, you want to come party in New York City and get your wedding photography business set up for success for the 2023 season from start to finish, artistic voice, brand, actual photography skills, systems, automation. We will link that for you below. The Becoming Treat Wedding Photographer Edition is going to be bonkers. I am like beyond excited. So that is all the exciting news for this week. We also, in case you missed it, everything is in case you missed it. In case you missed it on Instagram as well, we also released a new freebie on systems and strategy, which we will link for you in the show notes in case you haven't gotten to hop in on that yet. It's an entire workbook to help you start doing your systems and your strategy and connecting with your ideal clients. So go hop in on that. And I think that's it. I think that is all the upkeep before we dive into the meat of today's episode. And I'm so excited for today's episode because this is something that I don't think we talk about enough in the industry. It has like, like I've never seen anyone talk about it in the way that I approach it in my business. And that is competition versus comparison. So many times when we talk about the competition, right? Like even I say, I'm like build a brand with no competition. So many times when we talk about our like competition or comparison, we get really hung up on the imposter syndrome side of things, which is such an important conversation, right? Like you guys have probably heard me talk about imposter syndrome, ignoring your competition, you know, staying in your lane, doing things your way a million times. It's so, so important. But the one thing that we don't talk about is how important competition is from an analytics and data standpoint. And that's what I'm really excited to talk to you guys about today. So we are going to be talking about competition versus comparison because they're actually very, very different things. And a lot of the times we use the term competition almost as a blanket statement. When, again, when we're talking about like branding or ideal clients or, um, you know, staying in your lane. Like, so we use competition as like a very blanket statement because ideally your brand is so unique that there is no competition. But that being said, you take a step back into the niche, right? Of what you do. Like I'm a business coach, a wedding photographer, maybe your brand strategy 
strategist, maybe you are a VA, maybe you're a wedding florist, a wedding designer, whatever it is, that's your niche. And there are tens of thousands of people that do what you do technically on paper, right? And that doesn't mean that like once you get into the nitty gritty, once you get to know you guys, once you go into your socials, your copyright, whatever, you're not extremely different. But like if you had to just give the title of your job, there's tens of thousands of people that do the same thing as you. And so what's really important is that we use that data, that we look at that competition who is technically in our realm, even though they do things so differently than us. And we look at kind of the overhead and again, like on paper of what they're doing and we use their data as well. So let me, let me simplify a little bit more because I feel like I get excited and then I just brain dump in a way that might not be the most understandable. So we're going to think of it as competition versus comparison. Comparison is what you're used to hearing us talk about, right? That is like building a brand with no competition, right? We don't want to look at other people's brands. We don't want to compare ourselves. We don't want to try to do exactly what they're doing. Or maybe it is imposter syndrome. We don't want to compare ourselves to other people. We don't need to be like, oh, well, they're so qualified. They're so successful. They're so talented. I'm not. That's comparison. And then we have competition. That's when we go back and we take a step back into the niche and we think to ourselves, like, who are people who do things somewhat similar to what we do? Like, who are other business coaches kind of in my field? Who are other wedding photographers somewhat in my field that kind of do a similar thing? Maybe it's elopement photographers and you're an elopement photographer, whatever it may be. This is your competition. And at the end of the day, you should separate yourselves from them through amazing branding. But that doesn't mean that their data and their way of doing things doesn't have things that it can teach you. And so when you're looking at your competition, I want you to sit down. I want you to write out like three to four people and look at them and think like, okay, what are they doing logistically that is working? And what are they doing logistically that I don't like? What are they doing morally? that I do like and morally that I don't like? How are they showing up on social media in a way that I do like and a way that I don't like? What hashtags are they using if they're in a similar area? What keywords are they targeting on their website? What, you know, is kind of the layout of their website? Not the copywriting. If you copy that, I will be mad at you. Don't do that. Don't copy these people. But kind of take a look at what they're doing logistically from a data and just again a logistics standpoint that is working and that you resonate versus not working or you don't resonate with it because there are other business coaches in my field right that like I have nothing really in common with them however or maybe I do but like they're doing things that work really well for their audience. And so I can go to their page and be like, okay, yeah, it looks like they're posting mostly reels or they're posting, you know, a lot of graphics or, you know, are they mostly shuffling people off to their website or are they using broader term hashtags like Lightroom and Photoshop or wedding and dress or are they using really, really niche ones like photography tips and tricks, New York City wedding photographer, New York City elopement photographer are they usually using 15 hashtags or 30 hashtags if I go to their website how are they kind of running us through it what pain points are they hitting within their website are they showing us an about page first are they showing us a portfolio and about the business first right these are all of the things that your competition do that you can then look at from a logistic standpoint and make your own don't ever copy don't ever mimic don't ever 
take their brand staples, their morals, their voice, their brand, who they are as a human and put it into yours. However, there's a lot of data and there's a lot of logistics that you can look at to then start testing in your own audience. So for example, let's say that you notice that like they're doing a lot of photo dump reels and you're like, I haven't thought of that. I've been making myself dance in front of the camera. Now you get to try that out. Maybe you can try it out with like some of the different hashtags that they use. And you can be like, okay, let's see how my audience responds to this. You can also just use this competition analysis as a way to just like market research and come up with ways to experiment within your own business. At the end of the day, you should not be copying them. You please cannot trust this enough. Do not copy. That's icky. And that's where you also start going into comparison. But look at the data that they're providing you. Look at the ideas they're providing you. Look at, you know, the client workflow on a website that they're providing you and be like, how can I make this my own? Like, is this something I'm lacking in my own business? Am I not doing a good job at talking about, you know, my strengths, my process, my my services on my website homepage? And, ooh, I'm seeing that they do that. Oh, I'm seeing that they put a review right above the contact button. Why didn't I think of that, right? And so I want you to, again, write down those like three to five competition businesses or people and go through their stuff and be like, what resonates with me and what doesn't? Because we have this opportunity when we do competition versus comparison to use data to propel our business forward. And when you are going to go do this, you're going to have to go into it with the mindset that like this is for data. This is for strategy. This is for, you know, what things look like on paper so that you don't fall into this comparison trap, right? It's so easy to go to people's websites or their socials or their Instagram and then just compare, 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 compare. And if that's what you do when you do this competition analysis, you have set yourself up for failure and you're just going to put yourself into the wrong headspace but instead go into it and be like what data can I take from this not emotions not feelings not what am I doing wrong that they're doing better but just oh wow this is an opportunity to improve to get better to serve my clients more to make my pre-booking process more streamlined and those are the things that I want you to focus on when you're doing the competition analysis so want you guys to do that that is your homework for today is to work on this week your competition analysis see where you can change things see where you can make things better see how you can make you and your brand and your passion and your voice and your talent be communicated better and more efficiently through maybe tools and tricks that other people are using that now you can make your own so that's what you guys are going to focus on this week. Please share with me what you find. Send me DMs on Instagram at Eden Strader. Post it on your stories. Please subscribe. Share this podcast episode with your friends or on your story. If you find it helpful, I cannot see, wait to see what improvements you make from this competition analysis. And just a reminder one more time that you have last access to Twin Flames and you get access to the in-person wedding photography retreat, which I am beyond giddy for we have payment plans for that as well so don't stress please come fill out an application we're going to be keeping it really tight-knit really application-based to make sure that we have just as magical of a group as we did the first round so i cannot wait to see you guys there and have a great monday (laughs) 